episode 69, <laughs> 69, I didn't even realize that, of the MLS Aces podcast, and boy is it going to be a quickie. Um, Riley and I don't have too much time, <laughs> thanks bud, Riley and I don't have too much time to record this, so we're getting in a very quick episode for you guys here, a little MLS talk, a little group stage roundup, looking ahead at the round of 16, we're going to do this very fast, but Riley, first to slow it down for a second, do you know what I'm very excited about? coming up. What are you, okay. What are you very excited about coming up? The World Cup final? No. Nah. Fourth, Fourth of July is coming up. Oh, fourth, oh, I forgot about that. Do you know why I like Fourth of July? Because uh, it's the day that Michael Bradley throws the most shame. No, because Fourth of July is the day that I can rock my brand new Shady Rays sunglasses. Oh! New sponsor? New sponsor, Shady Rays. Shady Rays. Do you want to know about them, Riley? Because I bet you the listeners do. Tell me about me, Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company, so they do things their own way. They have a one. What? They have a one-two punch <laughs> warranty, and you will not find that warranty stronger in any other any other thing you're buying ever. They have. Free replacement and any other thing ever. Uh, they have free replace replacements if shades are lost or broken for any reason. For a small shipping and handling fee, just a little, just a little small fee, they'll replace. Small. They'll replace each little, pair. Each pair you buy, they'll replace up to twice. This it's that's two free fuck ups. Two free fuck ups. It doesn't matter if you <laughs> drop them. It doesn't matter if you break. It doesn't matter if you give it to some random person. You get two replacements on that sunglasses that you buy. And there's a lifetime Tom, craft... What? I know you're close to the Atlantic Ocean, I think. I'm close to the Gulf of Mexico. I, I can drop them, and you can drop them and twice that, in yeah, the ocean. Yeah, and then you get or, a new or, pair. And then we get two more. Like, it's insane. Exactly. And they have a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. And, um, Are you kidding me? There's not many issues here, but if anything happens that may not, you know, that you may not like about your sunglasses breaking, chipping, whatever, free lifetime craftsmanship warranty, and they'll replace your sunglasses for you. Are you kidding? It's not like they need to be replaced that often. No, because you know what? They're it's high quality. Well made. Right, they're high quality shades that feature polarized lens with durable frames, with styles costing co- styles costing under fifty dollars for a fantastic looking pair of sunglasses. They might be bankrupt here in a couple weeks. These sunglasses should cost like two hundred dollars, but they're bringing them free. They're bringing them to you guys. They're bringing them to us for so much less. Shady Rays, what a company! Completely free, easy returns. If not a hundred percent satisfied, and we understand you may not want to, you. You may want to swap out that new pair of shades for a different color, a different style. So no worries. U.S. exchanges are entirely free both ways. So you you get sick of that. You still get sick of that style. You get sick of that color of sunglasses you've been wearing, rocking for two years now. Exchange that shit. They'll do it for free. Are you kidding me? No. Is this a thing that's ha- is this happening? Is this a thing that exists on planet Earth? Do you want to know what? In America. Do you want to know what I think the best part about Shady Rays is, Riley? I think you already said the best part, but let me know what you think the best part is. They provide eleven meals to fight hunger through Feeding America with every order placed, and have provided over one point five million dollar uh, one point five million meals, sorry, to date at this point. They be- they stand behind that product. And they are truthful, and they deliver the best product to you and to their customers. 
Samaritans. Yeah, they they deserve some type of award. They deserve some type of award, man. I don't know. Um, just a little quick little background behind the shades for you guys, if you're interested. Um, their shades are polarized with 100% UV protection. That protection, that that that, that strong protection. Um, they do not, they, they do offer some non-polarized styles, so if you guys don't like the polarized styles, then they have those options for you. They are the official shades of NFL running back LaShawn Shady McCoy, uh, Buffalo Bills running back. Uh, they offer six different, six different unisex styles. The Signature Series, the X Series, the Classic Series, the Aviator Elites, the Ventura Limited, and the Shady McCoy Edition. I've looked at the site and the, the, the pair that I picked out, and I, I'm, I'm hoping to get them very, very soon, is that Classic Series. It looked amazing, and I, I um, expect you guys, the listeners, to go and to check out the site and to pick out your favorite pair. And that is the thing that I want to say to you guys, the people listening with the headphones or the speakers right now, is that we can give you a promo code to this website. This Wait, this, hold on, hold yeah. on, let's back up here, let's back up. Yes. This company is so amazing. They've done great things for the human race. They give you two sunglasses, two chances to break your sunglasses and still get some free. You can exchange ones you've had for new ones that you want. And they're all really, really cheap. And you, now you're telling me that the people listening to this show right now, all around the world, maybe not around, I don't know, I don't have the average, but at least in America, can get a promo code on this fantastic brand of sunglasses. Is, is that is that what's coming from your mouth right now? The people around America that listen to us, Riley, yes, because this deal is exclusive for our listeners, and it oh is good. Riley, listen to this. It is good for 50% off two or more pairs from the ShadyRays.com shop. So that is pretty much a buy one, get one off. Buy one, get one free, however you want to say it. It's a bogo, exactly. So, guys, go to ShadyRays.com, that's ShadyRays.com, and use promo code MLSACE, that is M-L-S-A-C-E, for this BOGO deal, and it's not going to last long, and we, I love Shady Rays, Riley, I know, I can hear you're excited about it, I know you're going to get, go get yourself a pair of Shady Rays, and we hope that you guys go get yourself a pair of Shady Rays using our promo code MLSACE at ShadyRays.com. Shady Rays, thank you for coming aboard. Fourth sponsor all time on that one. Yeah, uh, you know. Great, great company, man. Now Doing a bunch of things. Uh, is there soccer? There is soccer. There is soccer to get to, and we're gonna start with the MLS talk to get that out of the way because we all know it is still happening. But we all know we want to talk about World Cup, so let's get MLS out of the way. The MLS All Stars have been announced, and I know that this is one of the most garbage things in Major League Soccer that you know I would really like. One of the most garbage things in world soccer. This is just a terrible event. I would really like. It. I mean, I think the MLS All Stars Weekend and the, and the, the 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 game itself is a is a good event for the league. It's just to get you know MLS fans together, or whatever. But the All Star voting and all that bullshit is so it's so awful. Let me let me read the the, the starting eleven that was voted upon by you know non apparently all only Atlanta United fans voted because. 
Uh, just listen to this. You got Brad Guzan in net, a three-man back of Graham Zussi, Laurent Chimon, and Michael Parkhurst. A midfield consisting of Darlington Nagby, Ezekiel Barco, Miguel Amiron, and uh, Diego Valeri. And a three-man forward um, consisting of Carlos Vela, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and Joseph Martinez. We don't have... <laughs> it's Atlanta and Friends versus Juventus. It's Atlanta and LAFC versus Juventus, yeah. Um, it, it's we don't we don't have to talk about this. We said we said enough. It, it's absolute garbage. This voting. Um, look, you have Joseph Martinez, Miguel Almiron, Laurenti, Mine, guys like that who deserve to be in it. But you also have Ezekiel Barco, um, Zlatan, Parkhurst, Zusi, the guys. I don't think that who really deserve to be there. But it is what it is. Um, let's move on to probably the the biggest MLS news um, of the past week since we've recorded, and that is DC United signing English legend Wayne Rooney, and that that happened today. Um, I mean, he's England's all-time leading goal scorer. He has the second most caps in English history behind uh, some really old English guy I don't know. Um, legend of Everton, legend of Manchester United, and if you're a DC fan, you're hoping he becomes a legend of DC United. So, um, Riley, what did you think? He's already, he's already their best player. <laughs> he hasn't played one single minute. Nah. <laughs> it's good for Wayne Rooney. It's good for uh, MLS. We still have to see if it's good for DC United. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. They got a brand new field opening up July 14th, which is the Saturday before uh, the World Cup final. Yeah. Uh, they got a new star player coming in who's just, I'm assuming, going to be ready for, like, MLS action immediately. I think after uh, June, the June 10th window closes, he's available. Sorry, the July 10th. July 10th. Sure. Okay. Yeah, we can go with that. Um, but, like, he, he's here, I guess, and he's trading with the team and he's doing all this kind of stuff. And it's, it's great. And he's here. But will it work for DC United? I mean, and like, that's the ultimate question because you can bring people to the seats, you can get people, you know, to come to the games to watch, um, watch this guy play. But if you're not good, you're gonna lose interest very fast. You, you see how quickly the LA Galaxy fans lost interest in Zlatan Ibrahimovic because they were they're not winning. Like it's not sold out every single game anymore. Yeah, it's still pretty cool because everyone wants to see. But the games don't matter as much because they're not in any significant position to do well. So that's like the thing I need to I need to see from DC. Will they be good? Is Wayne Rooney going to come on and change all the dynamic of the team? If you ask me that now, I think no. I think Wayne Rooney is just going to be like a uh, a Steven Gerrard type, uh, a Frank Lampard type, just there to get people interested in the team and get money for them. Too. Yeah, look, I agree. I think that MLS, like, you know, and we've said it before, MLS needs to move past these these uh, aging superstars and move more into the younger, the younger, you know, maybe less known player that can come in and take the league by storm. Um, but as a, as a personal note, I absolutely love this signing. Like, Wayne Rooney, when I first got into soccer, Wayne Rooney was, like, the man. He was like, Wayne Rooney? Like, he was, he was the dude. He was still balling out... He, he was still balling out for Manchester United. He was still balling out for the English national team. Like, 
Wayne Rooney was the guy, and you know he, he's a he's an absolute legend of the game. He's one of the best midfielders, attacking midfielders, forwards, whatever you want to, you know, whatever you want to categorize him at. He's at, he's one of the best ever to to do it, and especially to ever do it for England. And I'm excited to see him. I might head down to DC when that new field opens up, and Wayne Rooney's in the lineup, and. I may head down and just, I have to see him live because I've never seen Wayne Rooney live and I would love to absolutely do that. But, um... And, get DC, and, and watch DC get throttled 4-1 by some middle-of-the-way team. Hey, and that one goal will be scored by Wayne Rooney, okay? I don't give a shit. Or Jamel Assad. Right, you know, you know, winning games for DC United can be complicated and confusing. What, you get both batteries? Winning? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm just stating a fact. I mean, I'm just stating a fact. If you want to build off my fact, you can 100% do that, but I'm just stating a fact. You know what? Let me, let me pull up that fact thing. Alright. Uh, What's complicated and confusing? Um, winning games as a DC United player, a DC United coach, is pretty complicated and confusing. Yep, then also you suck. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not complicated and confusing. Buying tickets with SeatGeek. Yup. Is the smartest and easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event. You go to a live event to live. SeatGeek helps you live at live events. You're living live at the... You're, you're, you're lively living at... I, I forgot what I said last week. Okay, doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll just keep it moving. <laughs> Whether you're planning a day out for and searching for a last-minute deal or buying a gift for a loved one that could be on Independence Day, just on live events, uh, that's going on in America. I think baseball's happening still. Uh-huh. That sport, oh God, that, that sport doesn't matter to me at all. Wayne Rooney's happening. He find, yeah, go watch Wayne Rooney. England's coming back this 4th of July. <laughs> okay. Seeking uh, Chelsea Fest, find the best deals with the best prices, fully guaranteed. Uh, there's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, like Wayne Rooney, and SeatGeek will help you find the... He's a musician? We'll get you close to the action. Wait, <laughs> Rain, Wayne Rooney's a musician. Whoa. Whoa. He definitely plays the flute. This meant team. It's Wayne Rooney, I see. <laughs> yeah, and he does play the flute. Uh, guess what, Tom? What? SeatGeek is the official ticketing partner of Wayne Rooney Soccer League. Yes. The Zlatan Wayne Rooney Zlatan League. Uh, I said Zlatan League. Soccer League? Major, Major League Zlatan. Uh, Major League Soccer is the league. If I should say that, I can make me happy. Uh, they're the official taking partner of MLS Major League Soccer. So be sure to check out SeatGeek for all your MLS taking needs. I have SeatGeek app. We go through this every week. It's great. Just a few taps. I can be anywhere at a live sporting event to live. Um, not just sports, though. Concerts, theater, comedy. Wayne Rooney playing the flute on stage. Wayne Rooney doing things for DC United in the crowd, on stage, and on the pitch, or field, as we say in America, in American. Uh, yeah, so you can use, uh, so you got to buy tickets to any type of, of event with just a few taps. You can instantly be there. Uh, they don't really transport like transport you there you have to pay for like gas and, and stuff and plane tickets but they they get you in the seat that's how that works and you still have to kind of pay <laughs> yeah okay 
CFC. Shout out Ted, who's always in my Twitter mentions. That that is it. That motherfucker, or is it is it the the good Ted? H- uh, historian Ted. All right, so not Ted Westerfeld. No, Ted Westerfeld's an idiot. Oh shit! I said I said his name. It's like uh, it's like Beetlejuice. No free ads. <laughs> Ted Westerfeld sucks. You said it. That was the third time you said it. <laughs> So thank, uh, thank you to Shady Rays, thank you to SeatGeek, but we got... Two sponsors, I feel like this show's getting a lot more, uh, a lot more funding. Yeah, man, I mean, you know, thank you to them, and let's, let's talk about the soccer, though. Because Riley and I, because I said it, I said it to start, we have a very short episode, we're already almost 20 minutes in, and we need to be done in like 12 minutes, so let's go! Group A! <laughs> that, we're gonna... We need to be done in 12 minutes, I need to be out of here by 2.30. Exactly. So, Group A, we're going to talk about the, the teams that advanced, because that's the most important part, is the guys still playing. Group A, in first place, Uruguay won with nine... What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, first place, Uruguay won nine points, getting three wins, being only one of three teams to do that in this World Cup. And uh, the home country, Russia, Putin, um, finished second with six points, getting absolutely demolished by Uruguay on the last day of the group stage. Um, so, what did you take away from these two teams moving forward? I just know most of us Googling how to do a one-time FIFA switch to, uh, to either Russia... Don't go to Russia. Someone else. You don't want to go to Russia. Hey, if most of goes to Russia, I think Russia can win the whole thing. But, uh, I had, like, I wasn't high on them before the tournament, and they won all three games. So, I think... I think Uruguay's going to, like, not make it 
to the <laughs> quarterfinals. But, I mean, I, they made it a lot more than I thought they would. So congrats to Uruguay. Uh, Uruguay. Sorry. Yeah, look, I mean... How, how, American, how American of me. I'll, I'll butcher it. Uh, Uruguay. Uh, you know, they, they, they started off slow. Obviously, they got a red card in the first three minutes of their first game, so that first game wasn't um, wasn't the easiest. But you pull out a victory there, then you um, then you win another game, you win your second game, and then you go up against the, the hardest team you face so far in Russia, and you absolutely demolish them. So I think Uruguay is um, they're flying high, and I think that they're going to be a problem um, for Portugal next round. But we'll talk about that in a minute. And Russia, I mean, Russia has to go up against Spain. I'm not too confident that Russia. Uh, I'm not too confident that Russia will uh, will do anything. But I mean, it is Putin's World Cup, so 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 we'll see. Um, and we just talked about Portugal and Spain, so let's move on to them. Group B: Spain wins the group with five points. Um, Portugal comes in second with five points, but for whatever score and the goal differential was tied, but whatever scoring they they Spain, had, uh, Spain had six goals to Portugal's five. So okay, there you go, goals scored. So Port uh, Spain wins because of goals scored. Um, both teams very very Wait, shaky. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's talk about this this thing that happened on the last day of this group. All right, so uh, oh yeah, Iran should have totally. Finished second, and I would have been right. Ugh! <laughs> fucking Ronaldo, man. Should have got fucking red carded. You still had Portugal going through. No, if... You didn't have Iran going through. I had Iran finishing... I, I, okay, I said that if Iran finished go second... Back listen, go back and listen to the show. Whatever, whatever. Go back and listen to the show. You had Portugal second. I know, but uh, I called Iran so finishing. Possibly second. But you didn't agree with that, so... But I did uh, almost doesn't count. And <laughs> Iran learned that the hard way. True. Spain played Morocco and Portugal played Iran. So these games have to obviously happen simultaneously. Um, there was a moment where Spain was sitting in third, Iran was in second, and Portugal was in first. And 15 minutes later, Spain ended up winning the group. Iran finished third because of a ball hitting the post and going out the other way. Um, just a heartbreaking moment for Iranians. Uh, well, Ronaldo... It was a VAR call. He probably should have got a red card on a, on a foul. Ronaldo should have been... And that, that's the point that I want to quickly say. Ronaldo should have been done this tournament, and Portugal should not... Even if Portugal made it through, Ronaldo would have been um, out for three games, and Portugal would have been done. So, Portugal is lucky as shit, and if it was any other player in the world, even Messi, Messi would have got a card there. But Ronaldo gets wiped away with nothing because he's Ronaldo. I sound a little bitter. I, I am. <laughs> a little part Iranian. I, uh, but I was I was I was This was this was the one criticism of VAR. This this game. The yeah. one. There's how, been a few. Ronaldo. Well, no, 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 this was the biggest one. This is the one that I saw the most yes. criticism of not calling Ronaldo to, like to this. Yes. Like he should have been held to a higher standard because of Cristiano Ronaldo. But there is a situation where there's two simultaneous video review calls at the same time. Results in an Iran penalty kick off a handball. And then on the other side, Diego Costa buried a penalty kick. So, like, two simultaneous VAR calls at the same time that result in two different types of goals and eventually put Iran out of the tournament. And Iran just missed a sitter at the end that could have ended Portugal's yep. dream. Yep. And it was just the, it was the wildest 15 minutes of shocker I've ever seen between two different games. So, Look. Uh, applaud the World Cup, applaud VAR. They gave us a fantastic tournament. 
I'm not going to say much more. Um, I think both these teams are a little shaky going into the next round. But uh, Group C, um, first place we had France with seven points, and in second place we had the surprise, uh, one of the surprises moving on, Denmark with five points. Denmark balled out in this group. Um, they they impressed, and uh, I think that they showed up. They showed a lot of people that they were good enough to finish second and beat out Peru, which, which Peru had a fantastic tournament and should not be going home upset because they they were one of the more fun teams to watch. And then obviously France, um, not the greatest showing, but I think they picked it up towards the end. And with but they won the group, that's all that matters. Exactly, and with teams like Germany um, going home, I think that France the doors of Wait, what. Oh well, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, well, with, with with Germany going home, I th- I think that opens up the door a little bit for France to be like, okay, this is our time, this is our tournament because we really have to compete with 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 less teams. But um, I mean, if you want to say something quick, we'll move on to Group D. No, uh, the French and Denmark got sucked. So we'll just move on to Group D. Uh, Croatia. Yeah. You you you've done three in a row. I'll do three in a row. Got you. Got you. Um. Croatia, nine points. Argentina, four points. Nigeria, three points. And Iceland, one point. This is my favorite group of the entire tournament, just because Nigeria and Iceland, thank you so much. You mm. gave us a fun tournament. You deserved a whole lot better than what you got. Nigeria was fun. You, and I'm sorry. Nigeria, you played fantastic. Yes. Iceland, you're my favorite team ever now. Uh, and, still, and still don't like you. barely squeaked through. That Marcus Rojo goal at the end against Nigeria just broke the hearts of every Nigerian ever. But, I mean, Messi was riding on his back. I think it was a very powerful moment that Messi is finally getting help from his team. And he is the one being carried. <laughs> this, is the only, this is the only time in the history of soccer ever that Messi will be carried by his own team. Um, just a fantastic moment. Marcus Rojo saves uh, Argentina from Nigeria again. The second straight World Cup where Marcus Rojo scored a game winner against Nigeria. Going back to the 14 World Cup in Brazil. Uh, Croatians uh, Croatia rolled through the group. They beat Iceland, unfortunately. And um, it was just a wild group, man. Yeah, this I'm- was the best group of the tournament. I mentioned, I mean, not my best group of the tournament, well, but maybe not de- the best. definitely. This is the most fun group of yes. The um, so I mentioned Denmark being a nice surprise. I think Croatia was a very nice surprise because I didn't pick them to be one of the three teams to get nine points. Uh, Luka Mod- I didn't pick them to get out of the group. I mean, I picked them to finish second, but I mean, definitely not first. Uh, and, and not to sweep, pretty much. Luka Modric had a, had a fantastic group stage. And um, look, at the end of the day... Messi didn't show up really for the first two games for Argentina, and he he had no help, and I'll and I'll I'll agree with that point. He didn't really show up, but when he showed up in the third game, plus a little bit of help, Argentina looked looked like a, a an older, good Argentina team. So um, I don't know how far they'll go, but let's move on to Group E, bud. Group E, Brazil seven points, Switzerland five points, Serbia uh, three, and Costa Rica one. Our Concacaf friends are knocked out. Uh, after two games, Brazil, uh, Coutinho has really showed up and showed out. Uh, Neymar has been somewhat uh, quiet with coming off his foot injury. And uh, Coutinho has really led this team. I really like what Diego Costa is doing. Williams kind of disappeared a little bit for me. Uh, Switzerland, they're Switzerland. I mean, they're not interesting. Shakiri. Uh, Shakiri. Arizan Shakiri. <laughs> Shakiri. Uh, that, that's it. 
Um, yeah, look, Brazil, I think Brazil, you have to look at them as a, as one of the favorites right now. They started picking up their play towards the end, and they were playing well. Um, especially with going up against Serbia, who was hot, and, you know, you know they, they got bounced early. And Costa Rica gave Brazil a nice little run. And Switzerland's a very good team, so we're not gonna, we're not gonna look down at how they played against Switzerland as well. So Brazil has to be a favorite. And, uh, Switzerland, uh, Granite Xhaka, Edison Shakiri. They have decent. They have decent players who are playmakers who can score. It's just can they continually do it and move on throughout this tournament? I like them. I found myself rooting for them a little bit more. But uh, let's move on to Group F. Hey, hey, Kendall Watson, fantastic situation. He scored. Hey, Switzerland. Hey, we had two MLS goal scorers this group stage: Kendall Watson and Carlos Vela. Let's go, boys. Yes. Concacaf, uh, baby. Group F, Sweden. Sweden. Hey, hey, Gustav, <laughs> Gustav Svensson, another MLSer. Let's go. Let's go. The Goose. I had them finishing fourth in the group. They finished first with six points. Mexico with six points. South Korea with three points. And at the bottom of the group, uh, the Germans. This one hurt. This one hurt. Three points. One a group. Sweden with a fantastic win over Mexico. Three nil assisted um, by um, a Mexican own goal. Then Korea beating Germany in the last day to save Mexico. In Mexico City, they went to the Korean uh, embassy. Uh, embassy, and they yeah. started carrying around Koreans. Yeah. They literally carried around and paraded Koreans in the streets of Mexico City. I love that so much. The world is the World Cup. But can we talk about Germany for a second? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want me to say something? Because I, I have a, I have a moment here where I was at work. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You're German. Go ahead. I was I was at work and I had my my two screens up on Fox Sports Go watching these games and there was a point where Sweden was up two nothing and I was begging begging my computer screen to score a goal because if Germany just scored one and knocked South Korea out early and just could just be the Germany that we know. Germany would have been moving on, and Mexico would have been going home, and I would have been laughing my ass off the entire way. But Germany absolutely blew it, besides one lucky game, um, which they were, you know, they were down 10 men, a Tony Cruz fantastic goal, an absolute, you know, I think one of the best goals in this tournament, um, saved them to, to even be in the situation to potentially move on. But at the end of the day, you lost 2-0 two, two to South Korea. Mexico beat you one nothing, And look, Mexico, that was their best game so far. They haven't looked absolutely fantastic. And it was only a one nothing game. Um, and you barely beat Sweden. Okay, Germany, it's time, to, it's time to revamp this team. It's time to move on from a lot of guys you have. And it's time for the next generation of Germans. And, you know, shout out to Sweden for playing well. Shout out to South Korea because... They didn't really have a great tournament, but that game against Germany was very good from them. And then Mexico, I hate you, but good job representing CONCACAF, I guess. Uh, and son, capital. Uh, he, he is going to live in the capital Yo, city. He's so had South Korea. He's had the best goal he of the tournament. Best goal of the but tournament. He had, a, he had a stunner than that, that goal at the very, very end. Yep. He just ran and just kicked your head on that. Um, and, and to German for that. Not yes. On that would be an own goal. But um, Germany, they had, they had the Brazilian fans had a funeral for Germany through the streets of Rio de Janeiro yeah. and, and of Moscow. Yeah. And then the uh, Fox Sports 
Brazil account tweeted like ha 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 in all capital letters. For yeah, all you know what? Brazil, you still lost. Whatever you lost, I can't even remember at this point because I'm just I'm upset seven about Germany. Seven one. Whatever. I'm I'm upset about Germany still, so I I can't talk. But whatever. I Group G. The worst group of the tournament. I'll, I got Group G. Group G, the worst group of the tournament, but had the two most dominant teams so far. You can argue, but they've also played whatever. Group G first place Belgium won. They were the last team to get nine points and sweep the group um, after defeating England today, one nothing. And then um, England finished second with six points. Their only loss coming today to Belgium. Um, both teams absolutely demolished Panama. Thanks, you thank you, Concacaf and uh, Tunisia. Um, Belgium and England, people are loving them. I'm I'm on that bandwagon a little bit, but they also haven't really played anyone good. You know, Belgium, th their best performance is against each other, and, you know, Belgium, if they want to prove that they're up there and they deserve to be up there, you have to beat better teams than England one nothing. And, you know, you, ha you have the Croatias, you have the Uruguays, you have the Spains, Portugal's, France, Brazil's to, to face, and... I don't know if they can do it. They I, they absolutely looked phenomenal, and you know they weren't playing so many guys today. So I can't say that you know they, their best team was out there. But Belgium, I'm I, I'm you know leaning towards you to to win the tournament. And England, I don't know if this is England's team, but boy, are they a little fun to watch. England finished second in the group, and I think that's a better situation than Belgium. Belgium's on the side of the bracket. That way, have to play that to play a. Brazil in the quarterfinal. Yeah, if they so make it that far, yeah. a better draw out of the whole situation. So I think England maybe did that on purpose. I'm not accusing anyone of losing on purpose. But, I don't know. Uh, it, it could have been more than one mil. It could. A, <laughs> a lot of attacking in that game. Um, the one thing but, I want to... The last... What? But Panama... I just want to say this to <laughs> Panama. Panama, you scored a goal against England. And uh, it was already 6-0. Harry Tanner and a hat-trick already. And uh, the, the pride you showed, the passion you showed is what I just want to... Just thank you. That's what the World Cup is about. When you score a goal at the World Cup, it doesn't matter if you're losing 6 0. That's the first ever goal in the history of your whole entire country at the World Cup. And that was just a special moment to watch for Panama. They had zero points in the group, but they hey. scored two goals. Hey, Panama, be proud. Um, the, the last thing that I want to say about this group is um, today, after Belgium's um, Adin Yanaze scored, his, uh, scored the goal for Belgium, um, Bishtwi, uh Batsui, the the forward for um, <laughs> shit, the, the forward for the forward for Dortmund. He kicked the ball into the back of the net as like a here we go, exciting like woo, and the ball came back hit him right in the face. And his Twitter was absolutely his. Have you did you uh, read his Twitter afterwards? Yeah, his Twitter absolutely hysterical. <laughs> like he this is what he, this is what he said. I'll read it out loud real quick because I think it's absolutely hysterical. He wrote, "Ha ha ha! I knew I, I knew I'd be fucked the minute I came to my mentions. Why am I so stupid? Shit hurts!" Like he absolutely just rocked himself in the face with the ball. I love it. Um, let's move on. Group H. Uh, I'll I'll read this if you want. I don't care. Um. You said that earlier Group D was your most fun favorite group. This was my most fun favorite group because these pretty much, um, Colombia, Japan, and uh, Senegal all had chances to make it through with Poland being the team that, that couldn't really make it through. And there were so many different ways it could have gone. But first place, Colombia, James Rodriguez leaves early with an injury. And maybe his World Cup is done, and Colombia is done because their best player is heading out. But they win the group with six points. Japan, Japan, <laughs> Japan, Japan, surprising people. 
four points, finishing second, beating out Senegal, who had an absolutely fantastic, fantastic, fun tournament, um, but they couldn't do it. So Colombia comes in first, Japan comes in second. Um, I'm excited about that because, you know, Japan, I, I like the team a lot. I like the way they played. And um, Colombia, you know, I, you have to be a James Rodriguez fan once World Cup time hits. I said uh, in our previews that Japan is the team most like MLS and most like the U.S. national team. That's why I love this is the moment where, like, I like Japan a lot. I hope, I hope they do well against uh, Belgium. I think don't think they will, but um, I, I think it's going to be a fantastic game between those two. And I think Japan's going to give Belgium a run for the money. Colombia, I hate Colombia a lot. I wish Senegal would have went through. And the stupidest, the stupidest rule in all of soccer is that fair play rule. If you have less yellow cards, that's like the fifth tiebreaker that gets you in. Yeah. Senegal got screwed over based on that. <clears throat> Japan had three yellow cards. Senegal had four, so Japan gets to go through. Uh, Senegal deserved better. They were the best, like the best, like fan at the, uh, the they're the best fans of the tournament. They, they're fun. Their coach is fun. Their coach doesn't look like any other coach. He's the only black coach in the entire World Cup, and he was just their gifts. And it will be apparently he's a sex symbol too. I don't know, but um, that's Have you seen him? yeah. I mean, he's a good-looking dude. He's a good-looking cat. Good what can I say? Man. Um, so man. we have a few minutes, Riley. I know we're a little over time, but let's quickly, quickly. I'm gonna read down the the round of sixteen um, games. We're both gonna give a quick prediction, and then we'll say adios to the listeners. Are you ready? Yeah. Uruguay, Portugal. Portugal. Uh, I have Uruguay because you want to snake. You want to snake this back and forth. You read one. I read one. Sure. Uh, I have Uruguay. France, Argentina. France. France. Brazil, Mexico. <laughs> Brazil, Mexico. Neymar. Brazil. Neymar hat trick. Uh, uh, I don't know about that, but Brazil. <laughs> uh, Spain, Russia. You missed one. Nope. Yep. Croatia, Denmark. Nope. Nope. I'm not looking. I'm not looking at the bracket style. I'm looking at how they're going to Belgium, Japan. Belgium, Japan. Belgium. Japan. Wow. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that was serious, but okay. Spain, Russia. Nope. Uh, Russia. What the fuck? Are you serious? Actually, I think Belgium beats Japan and Russia beats Spain. You think Russia beats Spain? I can't. I can't have two up there. Yeah, I think Russia beats Spain just based on home crowd. Okay. Um, Croatia, Denmark. Uh, they both. I hate both of them. Denmark. Cro- Yo, Croatia. Luka Modric, baby. They, he's been rolling in this tournament. Uh, Sweden, Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah, you go first. You you answer. Uh, Sweden. Uh, I have Switzerland. Um, just because of. Uh, and the uh, last, yeah, last one, Colombia, England. I have England. I very reluctant. Uh, I very reluctantly say England. I say England because Amadeus Rodriguez is, is not there. Um, he may or may not be there. But England's also look mm-hmm. good. I don't know. Whatever. Um, thank you guys for listening. Like we said, episode sixty nine was a little quickie, oh. and hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoy. Um, the, the round of hope you enjoy the round of sixteen and go out and check out Wayne Rooney playing the flute on YouTube. It's really it's really a lot of fun. Um, so thank you guys and thank you Riley and uh, see you next week. <laughs>